imagine going up to a 16 year old and being like, uh, go back to before puberty. I want you to go back. I don't like the way your body looks. I want you to go back to being a little girl. Impossible. Hello and welcome back to Free the Mother. I'm your host, Kendra Williams. And today we're talking about matrescence and your body. Now I have to share, I've already tried to film this a couple of times and I had to give myself a little bit of a pep talk because it's so unfortunate that the expectations and the story we're sold about motherhood is so far off from reality. It feels like I'm being a Debbie Downer, but the reason why I'm creating this podcast is because I want women to know what is to be expected. And I also wish someone told me this shit eight years ago. <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to rip the bandaid off and tell you what I wish I heard. One, it is not always easy to physically conceive, birth, and nurse a baby. Two, bouncing back is impossible. And three, mother's intuition does not get bestowed upon you like a matrix download into your brain the second the baby comes. <laughs> okay, let's unpack. Because these are the expectations society has given us that your body, you're, you're a woman, your body's just going to know what to do. So what do you think we all make it mean if it takes six months to conceive or if we're going down the road of IVF or what happens when the home birth turns into a hospital cesarean? We end up starting motherhood behind the eight ball. We start this new story of my body is broken. We may not be aware that it's that's what's happening, but society has said it should be easy. And again, in the pass fail society, if we don't pass, we fail. So be on the lookout for what is normal and not normal. And there's a difference between normal and common. It is normal to not conceive birth and nurse with a sneeze. Okay. <laughs> the second one I talked about was bounce back culture. Girlfriend, imagine going up to a 16-year-old and being like, uh, go back to before puberty. I want you to go back. I don't like the way your body looks. I want you to go back to being a little girl. Impossible. Even if you go back to the scale and you're on the same number, your insides are not the same. Your hips are not the same. Your brain is not the same. There are studies in an MRI, at least two years into motherhood, they can tell which brain is the brain of a mother or a child-free woman. You literally cannot go back. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that other than society has told us that we should be going back because they're obsessed with our bodies and they're obsessed with youth. And let's, let's also be clear. I have a bone to pick that if men could birth, that they would wear it like a badge of freaking honor that they access the portal to the other side of the universe. I digress. The third part about motherhood that really eats at our egos and our self-esteem is this idea that the intuition will kick right in, that it's primal, that the mothers, the mother bear will know what to do. And I, I just want to roll my eyes. Okay. We were all hunter gatherers. We were the birthing people and the men slayed the tigers. So let me ask you a question. If your husband walked to the front door right now and opened the door and a saber tooth tiger was there, would he know what to do? No, he would have the urge <laughs> maybe to fight or protect, but he doesn't actually know how to do it. 
in the same way, you're going to have the urge and the desire to nurture, but you're not going to know what the cry means in the beginning. If that's a hunger cry, a hurt cry, a tired cry, because it's only instinct and intuition in that very active way. If you've been around it, if you've seen it your whole life, like if we literally lived in communities and saw people giving birth all the time and saw women becoming mothers and saw women nursing, like, let's be real in my experience of motherhood, never saw a birth before I gave birth. I had seen women nursing, but I didn't see them learn. I had never put a baby to sleep before. I'd never seen a freaking newborn. I've never, I've literally never in my life seen it. Where the hell are the instincts supposed to come in? The instinct to help was there, but the, the knowledge, remember, not there. It's not supposed to be. So what I'm really telling you, girlfriend, it, it's not always easy. It's okay if things didn't happen on the first, second, third, fourth, fifth try. It's okay if your body doesn't feel like the old version of you because you're in a new version of your body. And if you are struggling with the instinct and the intuition, mothering is a learned skill and you weren't taught that, or I, I wasn't taught that. So I want to remind you at this point that this podcast is called free the mother for two reasons. I want to help free you from society's toxic expectations. Bouncing back is not a thing. Making it all easy is not a thing. Immediate intuition is not a thing. The other thing I want to do with free the mother is free the inner mother. So when you get the reality of, oh, I'm never going to meet these expectations, there is some part of you that can hold the space for the inevitable feelings of failure, not enough, and grief. No one talks about it. Grief is a huge part of motherhood. It has nothing to do with not loving motherhood and not loving your children, but you're allowed to grieve your old body. And we'll talk about this in future episodes. You're allowed to grieve your old life, the amount of travel, the amount of free time, the bodily autonomy where no one was sucking on your boobs, <laughs> or maybe they were, I don't know what you're doing, but you get my point. We need a part of us that is grounded and able to hold the space when we go, oh, snippity snap. I shouldn't be looking for expectations and the bar outside of myself anyways. I should be going in and asking, what do I want? How do I want to feel? How do I want to act? How do I feel about asking for help, right? We want to start looking inward and that's why it becomes a spiritual awakening. Now I want to share a little bit about my story. I can remember the moment I was aware of matrescence. I didn't know the word, but the moment that it hit me, it started with my body. I was three years into motherhood. I had a three and uh, then a one and a half year old. And I struggled with gaining weight after my pregnancies. I drank, I drank a lot of mom juice. Okay. We get, that's another episode, but I drank a lot of wine and I gained 30 pounds in six months. And once I lost the weight, stopped drinking, I thought that I would somehow, I was wishfully wanting to feel like my old self once I got to the old number and I reached the old number. And I bet you can guess, I did not feel any different. I remember standing on the scale, seeing a happy little number and being like, oh, this isn't it. It's like, everything's different. It's everything. And then I was thinking about how I wasn't really going back to work. And I was like, I thought that 
I feel like my husband, I'm still letting my husband down right now in our relationship. And I'm like, oh my God, it's everywhere. And so the body, the matrescence entrance for me was the body. And then it was like the filter over a paper. It just went and it went all over every single area of life. And this is exactly how matrescence works for everyone. It doesn't always start in your body. It could start in any area of life, which is what this whole series is about. But as soon as you feel it in one area, ultimately you drop in. I imagine it's like a pie chart and each area of your life is a piece of the pie. You drop into one area and you get to the center and you realize the one thing that every area of your life has in common is you. So as you start to own who you are, step into your power, choose your own path for specific things, you do that with your body, that is going to change things somewhere in your relationship. It's like a spider web. It is literally all connected. It's so beautiful. It is so powerful. What I want to do now is I want to leave you with a little organizing exercise. It doesn't matter if you are seven years or 12 years into motherhood, the early years and the stories we made up about our bodies and ourselves in those early years generally continue with us through our motherhood journey. So I want you to be a, a detective and I want you to start looking for the stories from becoming a mother. So if you are resourced enough, if you have the time, if you have the energy and the space, I want you to get a piece of paper and a pen and draw a line down the middle. On the left-hand side, I want you to write down all the expectations you had. You probably didn't know them going in, but I'm sure you figured them out once you came into motherhood. Write down all the expectations from society, from movies, from your friends, from your mom, anything. And then on the right-hand side, I want you to write your reality and what stories came from it. Because let's just talk about one of the ones we covered today that you should be able to birth or to conceive easily. So if you were six months of trying, or if you ended up adopting or did IVF, write that down and then write the story that came along with it. This is a huge part, a huge puzzle piece that's likely showing up in other areas of life that we either hold space for ourselves, but generally speaking, that's never enough. We want to get into community with others. We want to find a therapist. We want to find a coach, but we have to start decluttering our brain and organizing this. And it starts, if you're doing with your body, by looking at your stories. So with that, I would like to bring this episode to a close, but I first just want to honor you for taking the time out of your day to learn about matrescence and your body. I also want to honor you for making it to the end because this is not an easy topic and it's not fun. <laughs> so the fact that you are listening to this means that you are invested in yourself. And that is one of the most powerful things you can do as a mother and as a leader is invest in yourself. So if you have any more questions about matrescence in your body, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or reach out to me on my website. And with that, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free the Mother. I hope you feel more informed, supported, and inspired in your motherhood journey. If you liked any part of this episode, please like and subscribe and share. Share with your mom friends, with your mom group. Spread the word of matrescence and how this is your opportunity to free the mother.